the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along for the Friday edition, the long weekend, the Memorial Day edition of The Ride Home. Kathy, good to see you. How are things in the homestead? Thank you. Very excited about the long weekend, John. Mm-hmm. Three, Shock kind of, full of plans. Three full days. Yes. Uh, plans. Yeah, I have some plans. You get some yeah. plans? Yeah. Uh, no, I actually don't have any. None. None, None. at all. No picnicking, no gathering. No, no. We were away last weekend. Yeah. As were you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we decided that we'd take this weekend to kind of yeah, recoup. Yeah. Uh, very, mm-hmm. very smart. What about you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was away. As you, you just well had know. a huge you just had a huge trip, you know, uh-huh. out to the yeah. Midwest. And uh, I'll be traveling um, uh, this weekend as well. I'll be headed to uh, see family in Virginia Beach. You're just like all of you didn't leave your house Mm-mm. for nine months and now no. you can't stay inside for more than 48. No. Well, you know, uh, family obligations call. So you have mm. to answer those calls. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite nieces is being married uh, soon and uh, she lives in Portland, Oregon. So we're not going to go to Portland. That canceled. Sure. That whole thing was canceled. So we're going to drive down and see one of my sisters, my brother. It's going to be a big gathering. And you know, it's you know, going to be a family thing. Yeah. So uh, I'll get in the car and drive down and uh, see everybody. Look forward to it. Well, they're lucky. They, you must really like them to be making another trip like that. Sure, I, I apologize yeah. for the fact that I was drifting away from the microphone okay. just now. No, I love them very much. So I mm-hmm. was trying to plug in my iPad and I couldn't quite, you know, mm-hmm. get so over there. Very mm-hmm. nice. Well, listen, uh, without any further ado, the world continues to revolve. Uh, as you always do, Kath, you look at the top news stories of the day. So please give us the top four at four. Yes, indeed, John, for Friday, May 28th, 2021. Number one, Germany has reached an agreement with Namibia that will see it officially recognize as genocide the colonial era killings of tens of thousands of people and commit to spending 1.1 billion euros or $1.3 billion largely on development projects. Check out the story. The AP reports today that the accord is the result of more than five years of talks with Namibia on the events of 1904 to 1908, when Germany was the Southern African country's colonial ruler. Historians say German General Lothar von Trotha, who was sent to what was then German Southwest Africa to put down an uprising by the Herero people in 1904, instructed his troops to wipe out the entire tribe. They say that about 65,000 Herero were killed and at least 10,000 Nama. Here's a quote. In the light of Germany's historical and moral responsibility, we will ask Namibia and the descendants of the victims for forgiveness. German Foreign Minister Heiko Maas said in a statement. 
quote, our aim was and is to find a joint path to genuine reconciliation in remembrance of the victims. That includes our naming the events of the German colonial era in today's Namibia, and particularly the atrocities between 1904 and 1908, unsparingly and without euphemisms. We will now officially call these events what they were from today's perspective, a genocide. Wow. That's a, a very good apology, is it not? There's no wiggle room there. Number two, Senate Republicans blocked the House-passed bill creating a commission to investigate the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. According to CBS News, although most Republicans were unified in their opposition to the bill, worrying that a commission would drag into next year and potentially affect GOP chances of retaking Congress in the 2022 midterms, six voted to advance the bill. The vote failed by 54 to 35, well short of the 60 needed. Republican Senators Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Rob Portman, Mitt Romney and Ben Sass supported advancing the bill. All but Portman voted to convict the former president on the impeachment charge of incitement of insurrection in February. GOP Senator Pat Toomey from here in PA was not present for the vote due to a family commitment, but said in a statement he would have supported advancing the bill. Number three. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention updated summer camp guidelines today to include situations in which everyone is fully vaccinated prior to the start of camp. According to Fox News, under the newly revised guidance, the CDC now says that when everyone at camp is vaccinated, it's safe to return to full capacity without masking and without physical distancing. Currently, COVID-19 vaccines are only available to those 12 years of age or older, so camps that include children not yet eligible are still advised to continue practicing mitigation strategies. And number four, the Richard S. Caligiri City of Pittsburgh Great Race is back on course. The 44th annual running of the Richard Caligiri City of Pittsburgh Great Race will be held in person this year. And as is customary, the run will occur on the last Sunday of September. This year, that'll be September 26th. Registration is now open. And that's your top four. four. So the Richard Caligiuri Great Race is not the Pittsburgh Marathon, just to clarify. Two different things. The Great Race right. is the shorter one. That's the 5K. Mm-hmm. Is right. it a 5 I'm pretty sure it's 5K. I'm not, not sure. The reason I don't know is because I've never run it. Do you know why, John? <laughs> because you hate to run. I hate running. Or sweating. I hate every... No, I'm good with sweating. I'm okay <laughs> with sweating. Okay. But man, do I hate running. I want to clarify that. Yeah. Uh, I have not run uh, actively since I was 22 and okay. fell two stories. So right. I'm so, prohibited from running. Basically. Right. I think that's probably a good thing to stay away from. I'm unable to run. How right. about that German story? That is fabulous. I mean, holy I mean, smokes. that just I, that that, I mean, you know, his <laughs> statement from the from from a, a, a national leader of a world power. Yeah. Is really shocking and beautiful in how he said it. I well, really you know what? loved it. I what's shocking to me is in, in fi on me. I didn't know that story. I didn't know that story either. 65,000 people. Herrero were killed and at least 10,000 Nama. Wow. Over a hundred years ago. Yeah. And they're, they're, so in the, in the works for five plus years, can you imagine that even coming to the table and sitting down and having those early conversations about that, what that was right. like? I so just, I, I, I really appreciated him saying, we are asking the descendants for forgiveness. Mm. He actually said, we are asking for forgiveness. And I also appreciated that he said, um, our aim is to find ge- genuine reconciliation. And that includes our naming of the events. Yeah. Like saying, claim. saying what we did 
and saying it with uh, unsparingly and without euphemism. You know, I read that and I thought God has to be at work mm-hmm. in Germany. It has to be that stuff. That's too unnatural yeah. for yeah. that to happen sprung from a human heart. Right. It doesn't sound like politics. No, it doesn't. It's got a different tone to it. So, and of course, money's not going to make things right, but uh, to to know that things are in place that will help the Nibia people, that's wonderful as well. So really great news. Okay, let's take a quick break, get the Friday show underway, as we've already done. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to go to the Senator Johns Hines History Center. Andy Masick will join us. Time to get out and enjoy the history of Pittsburgh with Andy. That's next here on The Ride Home. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. We are Word FM. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music is here on the weekend. With the best new music. New music. New music from Ann Wilson, My Jesus. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Newsboys and Magnetic. And Let Go, Let God from Jack Cassidy. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you in part by MGR CPA and Consultants. 101.5 WORD on the weekend. Well, shockingly, and with great celebration and fanfare, another year in college has come to a close. Grove City College has weathered the storm. And unlike a lot of colleges, Grove City was committed to meeting and teaching in person. Now, of course, in this COVID era, nothing was perfect, and there were illnesses and incidences, and it was a bumpy ride, but the thousands and thousands of students at Grove City College, they made it through. So with some foresight and some wisdom, Grove City continues to meet in person, and Kath and I had students on campus at Grove City. We're proud to say our kids are Grovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, for any parent of any college student or high school student in particular, I mean, anybody, a parent of any age child over the last year and a half, boy, it has been a real challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I can speak as a parent, as John said, of, of a Grove City student. And I just think, you know, when, when things are as topsy-turvy as they have been and there's so much uncertainty, it is really a comfort to see that there's an organization that is so well organized, so well run, and the decisions they're making, they're doing their best that they would be godly ones. And so as a parent, all I can say is it's been a great ride in spite of COVID and the semester is almost over. GCC.edu online. You're bringing tears of joy to believers in Africa. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International, and I'm so grateful that our two ministries have partnered to send God's Word to 5,000 Bibleist believers in Africa. We're halfway to the goal, and I'm so grateful for every gift, but we need to wrap up in the coming days, so our prayer today is that you'll become a Bible sender. We were in a place called Mpumalanga. The lady there, she knelt down and she cried. She never, at the age of 60, she never had a Bible. It is so much fulfilling just to see people like her rejoicing um, when they receive their Bibles. That's Pastor Joseph in South Africa. What did this woman do when she received her Bible? Didn't merely say thanks. She wept for joy. And we're so grateful to be halfway to our goal of 5,000 Bibles to Africa. But we must wrap up in the coming days. $5 sends a Bible, $100 sends 20. Please make your most generous gift at 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, or give at wordfm.com.
Well, with Memorial Day here, it is good to visit the Senator John Hines History Center. Always good. The World War II traveling exhibit, We Can Do It, is back. Andy Masick, who is the president, the CEO of the Heinz History Center, is here with us. Andy, this is very cool, is it? It is cool, and it's a, a very appropriate time to honor that World War II generation. As we, as we remember all of the servicemen and women who have protected us uh, for 200 years uh, and more here in the United States, uh, that World War II generation is a real standout. And so sure. we've, we've uh, brought back the We Can Do It World War II uh, exhibit. It was a traveling exhibit that we sent all around Pennsylvania. And now it's back home here at the History Center. Very nice. Wow. What I love about it, Andy, it's the iconic image of it's a young woman and her, you know, fist is raised. She's got like sort of, you know, a muscle going on. She's wearing a babushka and she is saying, we can do it. It, you know, Rosie the Riveter is known worldwide today, but a lot of people don't realize that she was invented by an artist here in Pittsburgh uh, named J. Howard Miller. He was a Westinghouse contract artist, and in February of 1943, he wamped up this poster uh, that showed a Westinghouse woman war worker making a muscle and saying, we can do it, and the very day that poster came out a popular song hit the radio all the day long with rain or shine she's working on the assembly line she's making history working for victory rosie eh, 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 the riveter well the people of america heard that song and saw that picture and said that's rosie the riveter that's you cool. know, he didn't name her that. It was just serendipitous that that song came out the same time the poster did. And now, wherever you go around the world, people recognize those women war workers who took mm. the place of the, the men who left the mills and factories and got into uniform and went to the war front. The women, 50,000 of them in Pennsylvania, took the place of the men. What wow. a great story. What a great story. Um, talk about the four lifelike museum figures that we're going to see, local World War II heroes. You know, we are the people museum here in Pittsburgh. We tell the stories of people. And so one of the things that our visitors like is the lifelike museum figures that we've created. And uh, among those in the World War II exhibit are George C. Marshall, of Uniontown, the guy who was the architect of, uh, of World War II, the invasion of Normandy, and then the restoration of Europe with the Marshall Plan. So you can meet George Marshall up close and personal. You can see Tuskegee Airmen, Lieutenant Carl Woods. Uh, Carl Woods was from Mars, Pennsylvania, Butler County. Uh, he African-American uh, man, well, he was a boy. He was 19 years old when his P-51 Mustang was lost over the Adriatic Sea. But he was one of that that wave of African-American men that were trained in Tuskegee, Alabama, to fly fighter airplanes. And they did a great job. The bomber crews depended on the red tails, they called them, the red 
painted tails of their P-51s. But uh, uh, Carl Woods was one of those young men mm. lost in that terrible conflict. And then speaking of, of heroes who were lost in action, uh, Mike Strank from uh, Connemaw, Pennsylvania, near Johnstown, okay. he's one of those guys in that iconic photograph of the Marines putting up the flag on Mount Suribachi at Iwo Jima. You know, the, the most iconic yes, yeah, photograph yeah. of World War II. And, uh, and Mike Strank is one of those guys. He's, he's right in the middle of that bunch. And um, terribly, uh, he was uh, killed six days after that uh, photograph was taken by Joe Rosenthal and won the Pulitzer Prize. And some of those Marines who were in that picture went to see Mike Strank's mother in Connemaw, Pennsylvania. And one of them said to uh, Mike's mom, uh, Mike was the best Marine I ever knew. And his buddy chimed in, Mike Strank was the best man I ever knew. Wow. That's, That's the kind of loss that we, yeah. we felt, uh, that we experienced during World War II. And, and you can experience some of that loss, but also some of that pride in the World War II We Can Do It exhibit here at the History Center mm-hmm. starting tomorrow. Andy Masick is with us. He is the president, the CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center. Andy, speaking of pride, I happened upon the History Center, I don't know, maybe a couple of years ago, and walked in and literally just kind of stumbled into a gigantic flag-folding ceremony right in the main lobby of the History Center. I mean, it was really fabulous. It lifted my heart, and my kids were there with me. It did. It gave you a sense of American pride. So so talk about this. I mean, this exhibit goes on, and it, it shows a lot of different things. And, you know, for, for people who are, who are new to Pittsburgh or maybe young and don't see the industrial might that Pittsburgh once was, mm-hmm. of course, we did. Pittsburgh did really in many ways help win the war through the output of steel mm-hmm. and the construction of, you name it, armory uh, and especially Jeeps, which is a Pittsburgh hometown product. And, you know, Jeeps still exist today, but that rugged terrain that they traversed all over the world was manufactured here first. Yeah. You've got that right, John. You know, Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania produced more steel during World War II than all the Axis powers put together. That gives you a sense of the power. This this place was the keystone of the arsenal of democracy. And uh, Pittsburgh was gone 24-7. There was an orange glow on the clouds. Well, they weren't really clouds. It was probably smog from all yeah. the mills that were, were right. pumping out uh, munitions a day and night during those war years. And you're right, John. The Jeep is a, a Western Pennsylvania invention. And it came just on the eve of World War II when the War Department sent out an RF a request for proposals to 135 car makers in America. Think about that for a minute. There were 135 car makers. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I had to pause for a minute. And and they said, we need a vehicle that will replace the horse on the battlefield. Has to go any place a horse can go. Has to be able to pull a gun. Has to be able to climb a 30-degree grade. Oh, and you need to design and build this miracle car in 49 days. We're in a hurry. Well, all the big car companies, uh, Ford and GMC and 
and Willis Overland of Toledo, Ohio, they all said, yeah, we can design this miracle car, but nobody can do it in 49 days. Well, this little outfit up in Butler, Pennsylvania, the American Bantam Car Company, they were about to go out of business because no one was buying their midget cars that they were cranking out in 1940. But those engineers stayed up all night at a diner in Butler and literally on a napkin sketched the design for the Jeep. And they built the thing in 48 days and delivered it for testing. They were the only ones to show up. The Army tested it. The ordinance major in charge of the project went to Butler and said, boys, you know that little car you sent us? Well, it's exactly what we're talking about. We need 300,000 of them. When can you deliver? Well, these guys had never built more than 500 cars in a year's time in the history of their company. And now the government wanted 300,000 of them. They tried as they might. They built 1,300 uh, Jeep vehicles. They called them Bantam Reconnaissance Cars when they first rolled off the assembly line. And they couldn't keep up. So the government pulled the contract, gave it to Willis Overland. They built 334,000 Jeeps. And then they couldn't keep up. And Ford had to build another 300,000. But that that little Jeep vehicle, that four-wheel drive Jeep invented right here in western Pennsylvania, changed the battlefield all over the world. It was now a highly mobile, mechanized war that was being fought. And after the war, well, countries all over the world needed Jeeps because, well, they didn't have any roads. They didn't have any paved roads. And and today, every four-wheel drive vehicle on the road today, every SUV that uh, you've got parked in your uh, driveway right now owes its heritage to that little Jeep vehicle invented right here in western Pennsylvania on the eve of World War II. That is really something. That's Andy Masick, president and CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center in association with the Smithsonian Institution. Well, it makes you wonder whether, you know, the local the local Butler company, is that like an instance of, you know, knowing your limitations or is that an instance of missing a great opportunity? Well, you know, I think they had this can do spirit, this, you know, we can do it attitude that was just kind of born into people from Western Pennsylvania. And they said, hey, we can do this. And and they invented something that no one had ever done before. And they didn't have the horsepower to deliver on uh, all that was needed for the war effort, but they got it rolling. And the government uh, kind of threw them a sop uh, when they pulled the contract from them. They said, you guys can build the two-wheel trailers that track behind the Jeeps. And they built hundreds of thousands of those for the war. Uh, And you still see some of those on farms and on the road today, those little two-wheel trailers that that hook up to the back of a Jeep. Interesting. Andy Masick is with us, the president, the CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center. So, Andy, in the war effort, basically everyone pitched in in one way or another. Now, um, local celebrities, national celebrities, they were part of that as well. Jimmy Stewart. Of course, a, a major film star uh, from the 40s forward and a product of Western Pennsylvania as well. He gave his best for America, too, didn't he? Jimmy Stewart from Indiana, Pennsylvania, was an amazing guy. He had gotten his private pilot's license before the war. 
when he was just a boy, he listened on the radio to the tales of Lindbergh's flight across the Atlantic. Oh, he was captivated by the, the idea of long-distance flying, and he built models uh, in the basement of his father's hardware store in Indiana, PA. And as soon as he was 16 years old, he got his pilot's license. Then by the time World War II uh, started, even though he was already a Hollywood star, he enlisted, and he said, look, I don't want any special treatment. I want to fly. I want to fly bombers. And he did. Uh, he was a captain in the uh, Army Air Corps. Uh, he went on 20 missions. The wow. Army was scared stiff. The guy would get shot down and would die, and it would be bad press for the Army Air Corps. But Stewart would not be denied, and he even snuck aboard bomber uh, flights that he wasn't supposed to go on uh, to get his missions in. And then afterward, well, by the end of the war, he's a general. He's a brigadier general, and he's a key player in the strategic air command that followed the Army Air Corps after World War II. Now, Jimmy Stewart, he's the real deal. That's a great – hey, Andy, we're going to stop here because, you know – we're up against the clock, but you've got so many great stories. And so tomorrow begins the premiere of We Can Do It at the Senator John Hines History Center. The um, the exhibition will run for how long? What are the hours of operation and all that? People want to come down over Memorial Day weekend. Are you open? We're open every day of the week from 10 to 5. Uh, you still got to wear a mask uh, while you're indoors at the History Center, but we've got 350,000 square feet of exhibit, plenty of room to spread out. And when you come in the front door, turn right, and you'll see the first Jeep in the history of the world. It's on loan from the Smithsonian so Institution. Cool. It's the prototype that was built in Butler, Pennsylvania in 1940. It's a very rare vehicle, and people come from all over the world to see it. Wow. Andy, thanks for helping us celebrate Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, you're the best, Andy. Hey, well, I'm there along with you and the rest of America remembering those men and women who have uh, given the last full measure of devotion uh, to protect us and to preserve our democracy. And I can't think of any better way to spend the day than to come to the history center and, and show that appreciation. Outstanding. Yeah, that's Andy Masick, president and CEO of the Senator John Hines history center in association with the Smithsonian institution. All right. After the break, it's time for one of our Friday staples, this or that you got to pick no waffling. Pancakes. This or that. It's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse in Washington County, Pennsylvania. My family and I want to invite you to our Real Working Dairy Farm on the Saturday before Memorial Day for our annual Farm Heritage Day and Crafters Gathering. We are featuring farm tours all day where you get to milk a cow, feed a calf, visit the whole herd at the feed bunk, and finish off in the milk bottling plant. Pick up your tickets at the Ticket Shanty and meander around all the old-time and modern craft booths while you enjoy live beauty 
music by local musician Bob Podish. Lean over the fence and watch the heifers galloping through the pasture and then top off the day with a yummy farm fresh meal with dishes like haystack wraps and county fair barbecue chicken, family recipe sides, and from scratch desserts. You'll even want to pick up some of our famous chocolate milk to take home. Our family is excited to share our farm with you. So come on down for a memory making day. Check us out online at springhousemarket.com for all the details. See you there. This is good news. Maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance, and MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month. You might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by May 30th, and you can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch like more than 400,000 people already have and start saving. Here it is. Call 844-94-BIBLE. That's 844-94-BIBLE. 844-94-BIBLE. Robinson Township Christian School celebrates a 40-year legacy of producing college-bound, lifelong learners whose lives are marked by wisdom, knowledge, and a compassion for others. At the airport area's only K-12 classical Christian school, Students grow to love learning, think deeply, and communicate effectively from a biblical foundation. Robinson Township Christian School, now enrolling preschool through 12th grade at rtcsonline.org. It's Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. For a limited time, save up to $500 on top-rated mattress brands like Sealy and Sleepy's. Plus, get a free adjustable base with your $6.99 mattress purchase. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. We'll see periods of rain tonight. It'll be breezy this evening with a low of 48. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and cooler with a little rain. We'll see a high tomorrow of 54. Sunday will be mostly cloudy with spotty showers and a high of 58. Memorial Day Monday will be mostly sunny and pleasant. We'll reach a high Monday of 71. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. It's time for This or That. It's our weekly foray into the ridiculous. Kath has a list of 10 this or that's. I do as well. I'm not sure it means any deep things, psychological or... I think for sure it doesn't. Well, you never know. You could read into it a little bit. Get out of here. Not these questions, I promise. Doctors in. All right. This or that. Kath, uh, you or myself first? Always your choice, John. Uh... I'll go first. All right. I'm not feeling great about my okay. uh, output today. This or that, it's okay. the summer edition, Kath. Oh, is it? The summer edition. All right. Road trip, staycation. Oh, road trip. Here we go. The pool, the ocean. The ocean. Ah, uh-huh. 
the wilderness a beach vacation. Oh, beach vacation 10 times out of 10 times. There you go. Strawberries, peaches. That's hard. Oh. I'm going peaches. Okay. A hat, sunglasses. Uh, I will always go sunglasses no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> a concert, a baseball game. Um, that's really funny you ask that. Um, I'm going to say ball game. Hey. An ice cream cone, a popsicle. Oh. And well, in honor of National Great Popsicle Day, yesterday I say a popsicle. Hey, good. Bare feet. Oh. Flip-flops. Flip-flops. No bare feet. I hate bare feet. I hate it so much. I can't stand it. I knew you would. Water balloons. A squirt gun. Well, they're both really annoying. No. No, I don't. I dislike them both. Do I have to choose? Yeah, please. All right. This or that? All right, water balloon, John. Hey, okay, very good. All right. A bikini. A one-piece. There are so few people that look good in a bikini. We're going one-piece. I'll tell right. you that right now. Right. And I say that for anyone who's interested in asking, no matter age. Lemonade. Iced tea. Uh, iced tea, yes. Mm-hmm. And fireworks. Fireflies. Oh, you know, I don't really like fireworks. What? No, what? that's not that big of a you deal. You don't like fireworks? Nah, firefly, any oh. day. Okay, that's my this or that. Very good. All right, John. I turn to you mm-hmm. with the Memorial Day weekend through the years edition through the of years. this or that. Memory lane. Number one, barbecue or taco bar? Oh, barbecue. Bring it. Num- Orange Crush or Cherokee Red? Ooh, that's rough. That's rough. Uh, I'm doing... Oh, shush. That's... Uh... Can I have this both? or that, John? I want both. Uh, I'm doing Cherokee Red. All right. Okay. Even with the red lips, that's fine. I don't okay. care. Number three, be there at 10 a.m. the day the pool opens or up early working fastidiously in your garden. <laughs> I mean, even though Doug Oster's with us next, I'm at the pool, 10 o'clock. Number four, the smell of freshly cut grass or the smell of copper tone? Oh, yeah. Uh, copper tone to me is the sweetest smell in the world. Okay. Really. There you go. Dump that on me when I'm passing. Just okay. <laughs> throw copper tone all over my body. Gary, please make a note of that. Please. Number five. Yes. Two-day pass at Cedar Point or go to a Bucks game. You know, that whole Cedar Point getting together and smishing around with hot, sweaty people. I'm not doing that. I'm going to go Bucks game. Forget Number that. six. Yeah. John, new Coke or tab? Uh, well, I think for nostalgia's sake, I'm going to tab. Well, I certainly hope you don't go to new Coke. Uh, potato salad, John, or macaroni salad? Oh, that's a tough one as well because I, I like both of them. But you know what? I'm going macaroni salad. That's gross. That's a horrible choice, but okay. All right. Warm macaroni salad or cold macaroni salad? (laughs) Warm macaroni salad. Yeah. I'm doing cold macaroni salad. You kidding me? Want to die? Okay. All right. Number nine. Nine holes of golf on Saturday morning of Memorial Day weekend. Yep. Or Saturday night putt-putt under the lights at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Uh... Well, I, I think I need to do the nine holes on the course. 
It's a lot less people. It's much more beautiful. I don't feel the pressure of the people behind me. Yeah, outdoor golf. All right. Number 10. On Friday evening, wait in line at National Record Mart for tickets to a Memorial Day concert. Yeah. Or go to the drive-in and let Memorial Day take care of itself. There you go. Let's go to the drive-in anytime you possibly can. The drive-in, of course. Save humanity. All right. There's a bone. It's this or that. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International, and I want to give you an intimate look into the lives of 200 Christians that can benefit from your generosity right now. I met Brock, 12 years of age, in Tanzania, Africa. He is an albino, and if you suffer with albinism, you lack pigmentation in your skin, hair, and eyes. And in this part of the world where witchcraft is so prominent, someone like Barack is looked at as an evil spirit to be destroyed. This would happen to him on the way to school one day with a machete. Two witch doctors uh, cut off his left arm, the fingers on his right hand. They took his teeth. They took his tongue. I like to say they could not take his joy because he's a born-again believer. Even though the father left the home many years ago, the mother endeavored to raise him to know and love Jesus. And together, they've seen about 200 people come to Christ, including two former witch doctors who at one time sought to harm this boy. We are in the final days of our campaign to send 5,000 Bibles to Africa at $5 a Bible. Call 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, or give at wordfm.com, and God bless you for caring. Well, by now, you all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's really a great, very comfortable pillow. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. Now, for a limited time, MyPillow is offering the premium MyPillows for the lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98. They are regularly $69.98. It's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. All MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets, or call 800 391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Or right now, MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. November 4th, Drosky Entertainment proudly presents Crowder Live in Concert. The Milk and Honey Tour, 8 p.m. November 4th at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. Tickets on sale now at druskyentertainment.com. Crowder, live this November at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland, a Drusky Entertainment event. She's nine years old with curly brown hair. She watches out her window, just waiting for a family to love her. Maybe you're the one called to adopt her. Or maybe you aren't. Maybe you're the one called to help the family who does. Adopting is a tough time of transition and sometimes trauma, but there are ways you can help. Do yard work, cook some meals, or help around the house. Offer mom and dad a date night. Maybe you can be a mentor or friend to the newly adopted child. Just some ideas to get you started. Maybe you aren't called to adopt, but you can help those who do. Pray and see what God shows you. You could be part of adoption in a whole new way. 
Go to icareaboutorphans.org for more ideas. icareaboutorphans.org. A message from Focus on the Family. with us and Doug he is so brave and so good he'll join us in January and give us some good news about you know what's going on three feet below the frozen tundra but now here we are at the end of May this is the center point where Doug Oster lives I mean you're going to plan things now's the time Doug Oster joins us gardening with Doug at DougOster.com hey Doug are you in your glory I am so excited, and even on a day like today, normal people are thinking like, oh, gosh, it's raining and gray. I'm thinking, like, it's raining. I'm going to get out there and get my peppers in, and I've got a tree in earlier today, and it's going to rain, and so I I don't have to water it. And, yes, I am (laughs) over the moon excited because everything can be planted now. No chance of frost, peppers, impatience, marigolds, tomatoes, trees, shrubs, anything you want you can put in the ground. Do I sound excited? Yes, you do, Doug. Doug, Doug, listen, your mania is a comfort to us. (laughs) I love it. Okay, so uh, your mania has taken over. Mine has yet to begin. I'm one of those people who haven't done a thing outside yet. My daughter graduated a couple weeks ago. There's been a lot going on, so I just haven't had a chance to be outside. Am I too late? No. In fact, I'm happy for you because so many people started too early. We had some mm. periods of weather there where it got warmed up, uh, what I call a false spring, and it just people that that don't know better are are buying plants they shouldn't. They're putting them in. Yes, they might have survived, but they're not going to be happy. But right now, uh, this is the perfect time to get started, especially with things that love summer, you know. And that's what we're talking about: tomatoes and peppers and beans and cucumbers and all the flowers. Uh, this is a great time to get started, and this is the big weekend, Very you good. know, okay, Memorial so Day weekend, and the, the nurseries are crazy, but don't worry. They, they they have more flowers and vegetables and trees and shrubs than I've ever seen in my life at, at okay. the nurseries because everybody is, is, is gar- still gardening, you know, coming out of the pandemic, and uh, this is, this is like I said, it's a great time to get started for you, and just... Don't bite off more than you can chew and don't make it a chore. You know, you might feel that you're, you're up against it, but you're not. There's there's plenty of time. There's there's weeks here and longer that you can still put things in and they will give you what, what you want a couple weeks or months down the road, whether it's a vegetable or a beautiful flower. So don't panic. Take your time. Go to the nursery. Poke around. Find things that you love. Find things that move you. Uh, have a little bit of a plan in your head. You know, if you've got some containers, think about it. You know, okay, I need – got five containers. I know I need something in the middle that's my big super thriller. Then I need some things around it that are going to be the filler. And then I need some stuff that's going to spill over the side, the spiller. And that way you kind of have an idea of what you need when you go there. It can be overwhelming to go – if you don't have a little bit of a plan in place. 
I see. Well, those are good words, Doug. I mean, because, you know, the experienced gardener or the novice among us can some, take heart in what you just said. So I appreciate those words of encouragement. Doug, take a few minutes and talk about tomatoes. Because, again, for the uh, experienced gardener or the novice, I don't think, you know, at least from my perspective, there's nothing more satisfying than going out to your garden and seeing, finally, your ripe tomatoes on the vine that you have grown and there they are. You pull them off and you cut into them or bite in them, into them. I mean, it's just really fabulous. But I think for me, it's vexing to go to, you know, my garden, my garden center and see the incredible variety, right. how many different varieties of tomatoes that are being sold. And, you know, <laughs> what do you do? What's the best way? I mean, how do you pick? Yeah. Well, first off, you're going to hate me because I already picked a tomato. <laughs> what? But I cheated. You picked a tomato. Wait a minute. Back up. You already picked a tomato you grew? I cheated. Okay. A friend of mine started some seeds, went on vacation in Florida, spent a long time in Florida, and brought the plants back. And so he he met me and he said, Hey, I got some giant plants for you. And when I I took them out of my greenhouse, I couldn't believe I saw a red tomato on there. So, yes, I cheated. Don't worry. But when you go to the nursery, again, think about just taking your time. I, I really stress that this is not going to the grocery store in and out. This is going to look at your tomatoes mm-hmm. and not getting overwhelmed, looking at a tag and saying, well, this one says it'll be ready in 70 days. This one says 110 days. This is a cherry. This is a beefsteak. I always advise to mix it up. And I also advise plant some now, but also plant some later. Tomatoes mm. and peppers especially love warm soil and, and warm air temperatures. And uh, yes, things have warmed up, but we're you know we're having some cool rainy nights, which can can negatively affect the tomatoes. That's why we plant some now, and then in a week, in two weeks, and and I plant my last planting is actually July fourth, but those are are tomatoes that will put on fruit very quickly, early girl and cherries. So mix it up a little bit, and you can't you really can't go wrong with any variety you see at the nursery. And okay. over the years. It, it's become crazy where there are I – I was there today. They must have had 35 different types of tomato. Don't see. don't sweat it. You might have you might see a familiar name. You might just see something that interests you. You're never going to go wrong. Uh, but the thing is, is just keep them different, you know, because each one reacts differently to pests and diseases. And so if you get a, one of this kind of cherry, another cherry, a, a slicer – uh, a grape tomato, uh, a big beef steak, uh, you know, it, it just, it, it'll, it'll make it better for you as, as far as what you can harvest and when you can harvest and extending the harvest. That's what we want to do. We want early, mid and late season tomatoes. I see. Very good. Very wise. All right. That's Doug Oster with us, editor of Gardening with Doug at DougOster.com. Okay. So I've, I've shared with you before, Doug, how many, and I mean, tons of rabbits live around my house and I, you know, I love animals. I'm not a person who's going to like shoot a rabbit with a BB gun. It's not happening. Um, so I have invested a lot of, you know, time over the years in the containers that I have. Um, but I'm always thinking that I could do a better job with my containers. So what, what's important to know if you have containers that you've stored outside the whole year, still have soil in them from last year, do you have to, you know, take the soil out? Do you have to put new soil in? What are, what's the procedure you should follow? And that's a great question, and and I feel for you because I walked out in the garden this morning, and there was a rabbit out the in, in but there was a rabbit in my fenced-in garden. Nice. Uh, that makes you feel good, right? Glad you put all up. that time and attention into the fence. 
jumped up onto like a big container and then jumped right out of the garden. The dog didn't even see the rabbit. Uh, and I'm with you. I, I, I could never shoot a rabbit. So for your containers, you don't need to dump all that out. But if it's sunk down a little bit where you've got two or three inches where you can add something new or you can remove two or three inches and then add something new, that's going to help. And then okay. after that, it's going to be feeding that container all summer long. Uh, I really advise getting this a concentrate of uh, fish-based or kelp-based fertilizer. That one container for like $15, that, that concentrate will last you all summer. And you mix it up with water. And every time you water, when you get into June and July, August, you add a little bit of that fertilizer. And it'll make a big difference in the quality of the plants uh, in that container. And then also with containers, you know, a day like today, you're thinking, oh, containers are great. I, I, you know, watering, no problem. You get to mid-July, be sure you get, get the right wa- amount of water on them. You know, out in the garden, we're watering once a week. The container, in, in, with no rain and heat, it might be watering every day. So just be sure that the container has the water it needs. Stick your finger down in there. If it's dry, it needs water. If it's moist, you can wait another day. I see. Doug Oster, Gardening with Doug at DougOster.com. Doug, we're out of time, but for people who are listening and they want to know more, whether, again, it is the expert or the novice, you do offer a lot of uh, resources at DougOster.com, do you not? I answer everyone's question. You have any garden yeah. question, you don't, you don't ha- it's free. You just go on there, send me your question. I do it all day long, and I'm happy to do it because I want to help you have a great garden. And, and people do need some help. Uh, everybody needs a little bit of help. And I get help from, from the people at the nursery. So don't be afraid to ask questions. And as I said, I answer all my questions. If you don't get an answer, it means I missed it or I didn't get it and resend it. I'm happy to do it. It's my job. Fabulous. Doug, you're the best. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah. Have fun this weekend and plant everything. And I want to see some pictures of these gardens that you guys are talking about. Too. Terrific. All right. Listen, I'll see you at the nursery. All right. Very nice. A man all in right. all of his glory. That's Doug Oster. Grow, grow, grow. DougOster.com. And he answers every question, which you got to love. Okay. What we'll take a quick it. break. Come back. I don't know about you, but I have been wondering about Tiger Woods. You know, he had that really bad car accident a while back. How's he doing? We've got a bit of an update for you. Stick around. Right on with John and Kathy here, Word FM, Pittsburgh Christian. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Some things you hear just stick with you, like when Through the Bible's Dr. J. Vernon McGee says, It's not the book of the month, it's the book of the ages that we need today. 
Got a favorite Bible bus saying, This is Letter Month at Through the Bible. Tell them your favorite quote by logging on to our station website keyword letter. They'd love to hear from you. How has Through the Bible impacted you? Tell us at wordfm.com slash letter. You're bringing tears of joy to believers in Africa. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International, and I'm so grateful that our two ministries have partnered to send God's Word to 5,000 Bibleist believers in Africa. We're halfway to the goal, and I'm so grateful for every gift, but we need to wrap up in the coming days, so our prayer today is that you'll become a Bible sender. We were in a place called Mpuma the lady there, she knelt down and she cried. She never, at the age of 60, she never had a Bible. It is so much fulfilling just to see people like her rejoicing um, when they receive their Bibles. That's Pastor Joseph in South Africa. What did this woman do when she received her Bible? Didn't merely say thanks. She wept for joy. And we're so grateful to be halfway to our goal of 5,000 Bibles to Africa. But we must wrap up in the coming days. $5 sends a Bible, $100 sends 20. Please make your most generous gift at 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD or give at wordfm.com. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. you know tiger woods was uh, in a really serious car accident february 23rd severe injuries to his right leg uh, have been the worst of all he says this week he says uh, this has been an entirely different animal tiger woods told golf digest daniel rapaport in his first remarks since the crash in california he said quote i understand more the rehab process because of my past injuries but this was more painful than anything that I have ever experienced. Oh. I mean, he suffered really bad injuries. He had open Jeez. fractures to both his tibia and his fibula, which means that both bones were broken into at least three pieces and they broke through the skin. I mean, you can't imagine how horrific that must be. He also suffered foot and ankle injuries. He's rehabbing at home. He would not comment on whether he thought that he would ever play golf again, merely saying that he was focusing on the rehab. Uh, he said, um, it's been incredible to support uh, from people both inside and outside of golf, which means so much to me and has helped tremendously. And I hope to be through this process uh, sooner rather than later. So holy God smokes. bless him. I mean, see, now you had compound fractures one time in your life, John, in your <laughs> yes, ankle. I have. Yeah. Uh, so you fell from where? How? I fell two stories and landed on my feet. And when I did, my right ankle telescoped through my skin. Uh, I had 13 screws and two steel plates in my right ankle, but things got to be so arthritic they had to take them out. And then I did an ankle fusion on top of that. So in some way, I understand what Tiger Woods has gone through. Now, he's doing that plus. So you can only imagine. I can't imagine that Tiger Woods would ever play competitive golf again because there's so much with the body and alignment and balance and force. Plus, he's 45. I mean, talk about a long, long road back. I, I just. How long was your road back? Oh, years. 
I mean, really? I spent nine months on crutches when I first got injured. Then I was off for a while, but it was so bad that they had to go back in and take everything, all the hardware out. And then I spent another nine months on crutches. So, you know, about four years, give or take. Wow. Now, things have changed. That was a long time ago. That was in 1979. But still, the body can only endure so much. Wow. And plus, I'm guessing that the uh, the physical therapy and medical care that Tiger Woods is getting is probably a little better than what you had. I didn't have after physical blowing therapy. Out, after, after blowing out no your ankle. There was no such thing as physical therapy. <laughs> I mean, it was Wait, me. How old were you? I was 22. Oh, my God. It was me and my crutches. That was your physical therapy? Yeah. That's basically yeah. it. All right. Anyway. Hey, we got a great 5 o'clock hour. Stay with us, please. It's the Ride Home with John and Kathy. WORDFM Pittsburgh on your smart speaker by saying play the word Pittsburgh and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app iHeart tune in and at radio.com with SRN News I'm John Scott President Biden is touting America's progress against the COVID-19 pandemic. On the eve of a long holiday weekend that unofficially kicks off summer travel, the president cheered the latest vaccination statistics. He said the U.S. is on its way to meeting his July 4th goal of having 70 percent of American adults with at least one COVID-19 shot. Just over a month to go. We're at 62 percent. During a speech in Northern Virginia, the president said 10 states have already reached the 70 percent milestone. Greg Clugston, Washington. Senate Republicans have locked the creation of a bipartisan panel to study the January 6 attack on the Capitol. The Senate fell short of the 60 votes needed to consider a home-pass bill that would have formed a 10-member commission evenly split between the two parties. The Dow up 124 points, the Nasdaq 59 points higher. This is SRN News. We have two dogs. Are you wondering if this year you'll still be asking why it seems so easy for other people to find love, but so hard for me? If you're feeling the pain of being alone and are tired of everyone around you finding their soulmates and leaving you behind, then get ready to remove the barriers to finding the marriage of your dreams and start believing it's possible for you. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. Join me in my Married in 12 Months Challenge, where I'll teach you why now is your time to find love, what are the lies that are holding you back, why God wants you to be married, the biblical law of attraction, and the tools you need to become a bride. Listen, if you deeply desire to be married, but you're still single, you should be doing something about it. Sign up for my free Married in 12 Months 5-Day Challenge at lovestories.com. The only thing you have to lose is the pain of being alone on your journey. The Married in 12 Months Challenge begins June 10th. So don't wait and sign up today. Impact Mortgage Corp. TV, a cash call mortgage, NMLS ID, 128231, equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no-closing-cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no closing cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, call Cash Call Mortgage today. Our quotes are always free. 
If your mortgage rate APR is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you some cash. What are you waiting for? With low rates and no closing cost options, now is the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Is it possible to truly love your enemy? Discover the truth behind the Israeli-Palestinian conflict as never before in the award-winning film Hope in the Holy Land. An enlightening, politically nuanced, and morally sensitive look at both sides with real stories from Jews, Muslims, and Christians who've lived through the years of war in search of peace. Don't miss Hope in the Holy Land. Available now at SalemNow.com. Watch this film and pass it on. Go to SalemNow.com today. Learning has definitely changed these days. What hasn't changed is the unwavering support parents received from their local Christian school. Many were quick to adapt to the new normal with remote classes taught by caring teachers who pray for students and their families every day. With many schools offering half-price tuition for first-time enrollees like Portersville Christian School in Portersville, PA, it's a great time to consider Christian education. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com tuitions. We'll see periods of rain tonight. It'll be breezy this evening with a low of 48. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and cooler with a little rain. We'll see a high tomorrow of 54. Sunday will be mostly cloudy with spotty showers and a high of 58. Memorial Day Monday will be mostly sunny and pleasant. We'll reach a high Monday of 71. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. Kath, um, what time is it? Oh, I didn't even say... I know. Neither did I. It's time for me to tell you, John. Tell me what? Your weekend has begun. Ah, yes. It's five minutes past the five o'clock hour on a long Memorial Day weekend. And truly, at least in this corner of the world, all is right and well. Happy Memorial Day weekend to everyone. And God bless those men and women who gave their greatest mm-hmm. sacrifice to us here in the USA. God Amen. bless those men and women. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, while I was away, Kath, uh, you did a segment on 60 Minutes. Yeah. And I have yet to see this, but I've been reading about it. And it, it's fascinating for a lot of different reasons. I think most of all, which is unfortunate, it's fascinating because 60 Minutes is showing two sides of a very contentious story. Can you imagine? No. I mean, how shocking. Yeah, 60 Minutes last Sunday did a story on uh, healthcare and transgenderism. And, you know, it was the classic length of a, of a 60 minute segment. And I would say it was split half and half between people who um, were proponents of transgender surgery and hormonal treatment, et cetera. And then there was another half of people who had transitioned when they were in their teens and had changed their mind mm-hmm. um, and regretted their choice. And uh, Leslie Stahl did it. Uh, she started out talking to the woman who was the head of the American Psychiatric Association, also talked to a, a uh, therapist. Um, 
but a psych, I guess he was a psych or she was a psychiatrist. Um, it was a, a woman who had transitioned from being a man and uh, invests uh, her clinical time in talking to people who are interested in transitioning. And so both of those people were squarely in the um, squarely in the field of, we believe that anyone, regardless of age, who wants to transition, who's experiencing any type of gender dysphoria should be able to get treatment for that right away. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then um, Leslie Stahl went and talked to one woman and one man who were in their early twenties and they told a different story. They said, yeah, I had that same type of gender dysphoria. Um, I went to see a physician when I was in my teens um, and like teens, I mean like early teens, like 14 or 15 years old. And I told them I was experiencing gender dysphoria. I basically had to sign two pieces of paper. And the next thing, like within a year, I was having major surgery uh, that removed parts of my body. And now I'm in my early twenties. I have, come to realize that I was uh, mentally ill in, you know, ways, especially in regard to clinical depression. Um, I was really confused. I was having a lot of time sorting things out. And what I needed were adults to talk to me and say, wait, whoa, 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 let's just take a minute. Let's not do this. I wish they said there was someone who would have said, look, don't do something this extreme. Let's just wait it out. Let's see what happens. But instead the medical community pushed me into this. And now look where I am. Right. Okay, so there's been a lot of conversation about this after the fact, because following the segment, 60 Minutes uh, interviewed the president of the prominent pro-LGBTQ activist group Human Rights Campaign, a man by the name of Alfonso David. The activist argued that by highlighting the accounts of the detransitioners, they already marginalized trans-identified oh, people on. and are further harmed by okay. this broadcast. All right, so, so what, look, it just drives me crazy. So what happens to the... So we're going to marginalize the people who changed their mind and who do they get to talk to? Who do they get to share their story with? They don't. They should be silent, apparently, according to these people who are, you know, pro trans and there's no a voice that's allowed in this conversation. Uh, Jack Turbin, I'm reading uh, today's from today's Christian Post. Jack Turbin, Turbin, child psychiatry fellow at Stanford University, stated on Twitter on Monday that he spoke with CBS about the story and asked where the network found the detransitioners to profile. The network reportedly refused to tell him. So, you and know, he was upset by that. He said, yes. I would like some transparency, please. I don't know who Jack Turbin is, but I saw that tweet when it came out on Monday. And I thought, who are you? to be telling 60 minutes to release how they came up with the identities and the names of people who told a very personal story on national television. Right. So again, I'm reading from the uh, uh, Christian post for critics of the transgender movement, the breakthrough of detransitioner stories into the U S legacy media is a particularly crucial moment in documenting what some, including Harry Potter series, author JK Rowling called a burgeoning, medical scandal of medicalizing gender in young people. Quote, it is outstanding that 60 Minutes chose to air the voices of these young women and one young man whose bodies have been irreparably damaged by this vicious industry. Um, uh, I can go on and on and on here. The good news is that the word is out, right? That people are going to speak about this in mainstream media. Well, let's hope so. I mean, uh, listen, I I said this, uh, I say this every time we talk about this issue, but I particularly said it on Monday. I have uh, gender dysphoria in my own family. Um, I understand 
um, how difficult this is and how there are no easy answers. I'm not trying to say that there's a black and white answer to this. I'm not trying to say that there's a prescription that everyone should follow. What I liked about the 60 minute story is that they showed that there were two sides of the story and they allowed both to exist. And, you know, in the way we are now with the polarized situation that we're in ideologically in our country, Usually when you see a news story, it's one side and then you wait for the other side to boycott, to send the letters, to do the whole thing. But you rarely, you rarely really see a story which shows effectively that it's difficult and that there are two perspectives on it. And that's what 60 Minutes did. Right. And especially that they drilled down into people, you know, young men and women who were not of adult age. Right. These were kids. And I think that's the big deal. Look, if you're that of legal age deal. and you want right. to do it's this, a whole different thing. you go right ahead. I mean, that's, that's your thing. life that whatever right. the advocacy is involved. But if you're a teenager, this is just wrong. I mean, yeah. it's it's abuse. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Anyway. I, I just I feel like hearing people's actual stories. How can that harm anyone? It can't. It can't. Right. Because if there are people out there who are thinking about this and they get to see this after. Oh, okay. Well, there are two sides here. That person suffered through this. Maybe I'll think better about this and at least wait and reconsider at some point in the future. Right. Or how about just listening to somebody's story, hearing the truth is just good for people. Right. I mean, it challenges your position. It it helps you to rethink how you've arrived at your own opinions. I mean, I think we're all better off if we hear more of that. Yep. Let us uh, step away for just a few minutes uh, from, from one of the, uh, the heartbreaking stories of Memorial Day. And of course, there are many and also great stories of inspiration. Arlington National Cemetery, one of the jewels uh, of this country, where we're going to talk about Arlington and what is Memorial Day, the history behind it, the importance of the day. That's next on The Ride Home. This is Memorial Day weekend, and if you're looking to get out and have yourself a good time, get out there, and I would highly suggest you want something great to eat, stop on by to the Spring House, because it's also Farm Heritage Days, and Marsha from the Spring House is here to tell us all the details. Hey, Marsh, how you doing? Hi, good. How are you guys doing? Good. Listen, it's going to be a weirdly cold Memorial Day, but that's not going to turn aside anybody who wants to go to the Spring House because it's always such a terrific tradition, Marcia. Uh, Tell people what they can expect for Farm Heritage Day. Sure. So tomorrow is Farm Heritage Day. It's from 11 to 4. We're still going to have our live music. We're still going to have, and he'll be on the porch. So you can hang out on the porch if it starts to rain. And um, and, um, we will have um, our chicken barbecue inside. We'll get that done before it starts doing anything. And the big thing we'll have is our farm tours. So we will have farm tours from 11 to 4. We'll have people hop on a bus. They can wear their barn boots and um, bring an umbrella and just head on over to the farm, milk a cow, feed a calf, have a great time. And then on Monday, it's supposed to be beautiful on Monday, we're going to be cranking up the barbecue pit and doing cases and cases and cases of barbecue chicken quarters. And we have all kinds of yummy sides, everybody's favorite spring house sides. We'll have lots of yummy desserts. A lot of people like to come go to the auction, which is right across the road. They have a flea market flea market in the morning, and we'll have breakfast in the morning, and then lunch will start at 11 o'clock, and they can um, enjoy the auction and enjoy the spring house and hang out at the farm a little bit. 
Sounds great. It's Sounds a great like a way to kick day. off summer. Go and visit the farm. Have something yummy to eat. All the details, springhousemarket.com. Thanks, Marsh. Thank you. 101.5 WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music. Be all right. New music from Evan Kraft. Everything will be all right. Stephen Stanley and No Hopeless Soul. There ain't no hopeless soul. And Sunday morning feeling from Apollo LTD. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. I'm a North Hills girl, and I'm proud to serve that community that I've grown up with. Stock Family Dentistry's Dr. Megan Stock. Nobody in my family was a dentist. It was kind of this innate thing planted in my heart since about first grade. And so God leading me down this path, it's been incredible to not only see my passion come to life, but to be able to do it at home is incredible. Exceptional dentistry, compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry. Perry Highway in Wexford. Visit StockFamilyDentistry.com. Sadly, in 2020, 24 children died of pediatric vehicular heat stroke, and many of these incidents occurred when parents or caregivers simply forgot the child was in the car. A child's body temperature rises three to five times faster than in adults, and leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. If you see a child left unattended and can't locate their parents, call 911. If the child looks unresponsive, do whatever it takes to get him or her out safely, including breaking the window. Your actions may save the life of a child. Brought to you by NHTSA. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. about to start Memorial Day weekend and as you contemplate your barbecue or maybe you know getting to the pool on Monday when the weather clears here or you know what day you're going to make your potato salad um, of course we all need to stop all of that and remember what it is that we're celebrating we're remembering men and women who gave their all their very best uh, their lives they sacrificed that so that we could enjoy the life that we have and the hot dogs and the pool and the whole thing and it just um, you know there's no possible way that we could say thank you um, in a way that would be sufficient but we're so happy to have somebody along with us today who understands uh, that type of sacrifice and also understands what it means to say thank you so we're happy to welcome Barbara Lewandowski she's the public affairs officer at Arlington National Cemetery in the Washington DC area Barbara welcome into the ride home oh well thank you good afternoon good afternoon to you Barbara so Barbara uh, let's uh, talk about uh, people's confusion about Memorial Day I mean Memorial Day is not necessarily a day to go out and buy a washing machine on sale it's also not Veterans Day or uh, Flag Day Memorial Day Memorial Day is very specific to one thing can you talk to us about that yes um, and we're always happy when anyone recognizes a veteran or a military service member for their service but Memorial Day, which always falls on the last Monday in May, honors the men and women who died while serving in the military, while Veterans Day, which is observed every November 11th at 11 a.m., recognizes all who have served in the armed forces. So that is, that is the difference. But to really um, think about 
what Memorial Day is, it would be really great if I could um, talk to your listeners a little bit about the history of Memorial Day and how it yeah. began. We'd love to hear great. it. Oh, good, good. So um, Arlington National Cemetery was created in May of 1864. So we're celebrating our 153rd Memorial Day wow. this year. Um, wow. But through up until about 1865, the U.S. Army interred more than 12,000 service members at the cemetery, and it reached thousands more by 1867. What a lot of people don't recognize is that the U.S. government um, back then and even a little bit today bore the full expense of burials for all the fallen in all of the nation's cemeteries. However, these federally administrated cemeteries, which are across the country, really didn't offer any prestige to be buried at them. If cemeteries were really national cemeteries, were really seen as potter's fields because families couldn't afford to bring their loved one home. They let the government take care of it for them. Well, in 1868, a man by the name of Major General John Logan, he didn't like that anymore. And um, he decided that Arlington Cemetery, because it was in the nation's capital, um, had a quiet and scenic cemetery. It was very, it was very beautiful, but he changed it. So on May 15, 1868, as his role as the commander of the Grand Army, he declared May 30th the very first National Decoration Day, which is today we know as Memorial Day. And Decoration Day, right after the Civil War, really, they were steps to um, national reconciliation between the North and the South. And his order made Decoration Day an annual National Day of Remembrance, and the commemoration took the form of visiting grave sites and decorating the grave sites with flowers. So now we're kind of moving mm. closer to where we're at today. Um, as the years went past and more notable figures came to Arlington National Cemetery, John Pershing and um, some, um, Omar Bradley and some of the more famous, famous generals and some of the famous Supreme Court justices, Arlington Cemetery became much more special and the world's eyes came onto the cemetery. It was in 1958 that the World War II and the Korean War Unknown came to the cemetery. And in 1971 is when the United States Congress finally made Memorial Day the official day on um, the last day of Monday. So Arlington has moved through the years to become the nation's premier military cemetery our nation's most sacred shrine, and where all eyes are on the world for Memorial Day. Barbara Lewandowski is with us. Barbara is the public affairs officer at Arlington National Cemetery. Barbara, I remember uh, when I was a child, I bet you I was nine or 10 years old, and I went to Arlington for the first time. And of course, you know, as a young child, I didn't fully understand, but I, I was greatly moved by what I saw. I mean, the majesty, the the beauty, the uh, the deep reverence uh, it, it was in me as a as a young child. You cannot look at that and see those pristine crosses, those thousands and thousands and thousands of crosses spread out over acres. Talk to us about the, the physical nature of Arlington. H- how many people are buried at Arlington? How many acres of land? Are you in danger of running out of space? Oh, well, thank you. Um, Arlington National Cemetery is currently 639 acres. We recently had wow. a expansion 
Um, if anybody, if any of your listeners are familiar with the Fort Myer area, we have a little bit of land there. And in August, we're going to be breaking ground for what is known as the Southern Expansion, and that is closer to I-95, more on the side of the Pentagon, and an additional 50 acres are going to be coming to us there. We have um, 400,000 um, service members, families buried at Arlington National Cemetery, and those, those headstones that you refer to, those um, you'll see crosses, you'll see um, stars of David, you'll see over 21 different um, religious affiliations, and we make sure that we mark those. And people can see that. They can understand that those headstones that are in perfect alignment, those represent service members marching, standing at attention, giving reference. But everybody can see a different story. And that's what's so beautiful about Arlington. You don't have to know who Lejeune was. Um, you could see Bob Smith, and you can see his name and his dates, and you can look him up. And he has an amazing story that contributed to the defense of our country. So that's that's what school groups see. That's what the veterans remember. And that's the majesty that you talked about as Arlington. We have an amazing horticultural program. Many people don't realize that Arlington is a tree museum. There's only 23 um, level three arboretums in the whole world, and Arlington is one of them. So you could come to Arlington and look at the 800 different species of trees and shrubs and flowers. We just recently, about a month ago, um, we planted over 17,000 annuals just for the Memorial Day weekend. So people come even just for that beautiful scenery, as you said, and it doesn't matter what time of the year you come, Arlington is beautiful. Wow. Barbara, you made reference, you know, to seeing uh, all the graves and to seeing, you know, Bob Smith and knowing more about him. Uh, are there resources? I mean, I'm not saying that there, you know, is a museum on the grounds, but what about that for people who want to go a little, a little deeper into the conversation about one particular man or a group of men or women who are at, who are interned at Arlington? What does that look like? Well, we have all different types of ways for lifelong learners to come and visit. You know, the pandemic changed how everybody visits things. So we developed our virtual visitation program. So anybody who can't actually come to the cemetery, they can visit our amazing education education program at arlingtoncemetery.mil slash education. They're teachers, lifelong learners. We have modules. We have webinars. We have um resources that you can really dig in about the cemetery. You can also go to our website or our mobile app. It's ANC Explorer, and you can type in um, a family member's name or a notable person, and you can it'll pop up on your mobile app. Oh, you can take a awesome. walking tour. If you are interested in the Spanish-American War, you can put into your, your smartphone Spanish-American for a walking tour, and we'll take you throughout the grounds of the cemetery, and you can learn about the Spanish-American War through the monuments and through the men and the women that served there and died there. So it's not just, you know, the old school days where the kids got off the bus and they went to visit President Kennedy's grave and they walked up to the tomb of the unknown soldier and saw the changing of the guard, which tens of thousands of children do every single day, and we're so happy that we're there. Mm. But we've recognized that um, the world is changing and the way you deliver educational products have changed. And so we've been doing um, an amazing um, education program with our history department. And so 
even if you can't get down here anytime soon, you can you can log on to ArlingtonCemetery.mil and you can learn as much as you want about the cemetery. Barbara Lewandowski, Public Affairs Officer at Arlington National Cemetery. Barbara, thanks for this. I, I can't leave the conversation without mentioning what happened to us, the two of us, yesterday. Um, I contacted Arlington, made a phone call, and you picked up the phone. And in short order, we discovered, you and I, that uh, here, me and Kath being talk show host here in the city of Pittsburgh, you yourself are a Pittsburgher from McKees Rocks, but long since I- gone. I am. I grew up in the McKees Rocks area and um, went to school uh, in western Pennsylvania and have made my career as an Army civilian in public affairs. And I have been serving um, our nation's military and their families um, for almost 30 years now. So it's been a great honor. How about that? A McKees Rocks kid made good, Barbara. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. They. No one messes with me. I got to tell you that much. (laughs) (laughs) What high school did you go to, Barbara? I went to Stair Rocks. Oh, that's awesome. Well, it's a real pleasure to meet you. Thanks for being on the show today. From the Rocks. Oh, it's my pleasure. Our pleasure. Thank you so much. Arlington National Cemetery. Look, I'm thrilled to know that you can do virtual visits and find out much more about this great nation and those brave men and women who gave their absolute biggest sacrifice of their lives for our freedom. Barbara Lewandowski, Public Affairs Officer at Arlington National Cemetery. We'll take a quick break. There's more ahead. We're going to talk about a controversy uh, your Bible. Uh, there are different styles of Bibles, different uh, manufacturers of Bibles, different themes of Bibles. There's a new one, though, that has raised an eyebrow, and we're not sure why. Well, by now, you all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's really a great, very comfortable pillow. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. Now, for a limited time, MyPillow is offering the premium MyPillows for the lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98. They are regularly $69.98. It's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. All MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets, or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Or right now, MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Parents, do you want your child's shoes to fit perfectly? Then you need to get your kids Skechers Stretch Fit Shoes. Because Skechers Stretch Fit Shoes are so comfortable and so stretchy, they easily slip on and fit almost like a sock. Your child is constantly moving and constantly growing, so they need a shoe that moves with them. And Skechers Stretch Fit's soft, stretchable material contours to their busy feet. It's a perfect fit. And not only do they fit like a dream, they perform like one too. Skechers Stretch Fit keeps your child's feet comfortable all day long. With Skechers' exclusive air-cooled memory foam and a breathable stretch-fit knit, your child will be cool and comfy whether playing, studying, or just hanging out. Plus, you'll love just how durable they are. Stretch-fit is designed to take everything your child can throw at them, and if they get dirty, just pop them in the washing machine. It's that easy. Give your kids perfect comfort that adjusts to them with Skechers stretch-fit shoes. Find them at a Skechers store near you, Skechers.com, or wherever kids' shoes are sold. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. 
And if you missed the Life and Legacy show, you will find it archived at secularlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy show. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com, in the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. My husband had a, a gun. Him and his friends would go shooting. The ammunition, unfortunately, was not stored separately. In a million years, we never thought that Emily could. There's a hole in our family that can never, ever be filled. 63 Americans a day die by gun suicide. With safe gun storage, we can give our loved ones a second chance at life. Learn more at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council. We'll see periods of rain tonight. It'll be breezy this evening with a low of 48. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and cooler with a little rain. We'll see a high tomorrow of 54. Sunday will be mostly cloudy with spotty showers and a high of 58. Memorial Day Monday will be mostly sunny and pleasant. We'll reach a high Monday of 71. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. often controversy or brouhaha about the reading of God's Word, whether it's in public or at some event or whatnot. It's very rare that there is a brouhaha about the Bible itself, but that apparently is what's happening right now. Now, um, before we even go further in this story, Kath, I would say it's safe to say mm-hmm. there are, I don't know how many different, I mean, there are different translations of the Bible. We all know that. Right. Now, within the translations, there are different specialty Bibles by Bible manufacturers, right? right. Now, you and I have talked about this. Um, we get things in the mail because, you know, we're Christian media. People will send us, you know, a young man's Bible or, you know, a teen Bible, things like that. Uh, one of the Bibles that you've taken to Umbridge uh, with me is, is this Bible, which oh, is, uh, I love this Bible. I, you know, I lo- this is the green Bible. Okay. Now, what I love about the Bible, this Bible, is that I love the feel of it. Yeah. Now, um, it's kind of an odd, again, now this is one of these specialty Bibles. It's a green Bible because, you know, the red letter Bible, it highlights Jesus's words in red letters. Right. Now, the specific manufacturer. And the rest of it, does, and the rest of it doesn't matter. No, no, the specific manufacturer of this Bible, the green Bible, has highlighted in green <laughs> eco-friendly passages of the Bible. That drives me out (laughs) of my mind. However, I love the feel of it. I mean, I don't, I don't, this is, I don't use this Bible. I I use it. It's one of those sort of specialty things that I just like to hold it. And anyway, but you've had, because you've got young girls in your house, you've had occasion to have what? Bibles or How about like the the young girl's story Bible, mm. um, the women's uh, emotion Bible, the, um, emotion. the get in touch with your feelings Bible, right. the, you know, your marriage is falling apart Bible. Oh, I hope you know, I looked at this one, uh, the, the sportsman's Bible, mm-hmm. um, the women's devotional Bible, the inspired journaling Bible, right. the battlefield of the mind Bible. Well, okay, I mean, so these are like, all. The, wait, the everyday matters bible for women mm-hmm. i mean look this i'm sorry but these to, in my mind these are abhorrent 
they are. I, I just, we, we need good translations of the Bible yep. and then we need to give them to people and we yes. need to read them ourselves. And we need to make sure people who live in other countries who don't have access to a Bible in their own language have it. We don't need the women's daily experience Bible. I'm sorry. We just, we don't, it's it. What's happening is we're, we're, we're making money off of trying to take the Bible and make it fit somebody's issue. Amen. Right. That's just it. Right. Hate it. So these are marketing. These are essentially these, the green Bible or the young women's, these are marketing ploys that are trying to appeal to a certain subset of believers, right? The beautiful word coloring and journaling Bible for young girls. Coloring and journaling. Mm-hmm. What a color. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so now there's a brouhaha, as I said, uh, uh, the God, God bless the USA Bible, which is. Oh, wait, um, the women thou art loosed Bible. <laughs> I'm not making it well, up. Don't go. Don't open that up. Okay, because who knows what coming. could happen. So Lee Lee Greenwood, the country singer Lee Greenwood, and his proud to be song, an American. Where at God least I know him. I'm free. Well, he wanted to publish the God Bless USA Bible. Now Harper Collins, uh, which uh, is Zondervan, is part of Harper Collins. Harper Collins is a, a gigantic publishing company. Uh, they said, oh, yeah, we'll publish the Lee Greenwood, God Bless the USA Bible. Uh, apparently, though, um, there's been some pushback because the Lee Greenwood, God Bless the USA Bible includes um, the uh, Constitution. It includes oh, you know, an, any other things that are, you know, things that we know that are connected to American heritage, American right. foundation. Okay. But the, why, does it, why do we need that in a Bible? We what? have a Bible. We have the Constitution. Why do we need to combine them? I don't know. It's the same reason that we need the Green Bible. And the same reason we have the Woman Thou Art Loosed Bible. (laughs) That's my favorite. I also found here the NIV Brides Bible, which I think is interesting. I'm not sure like what, what, like all the things about like what purity are in white or something like it's just inane. Read your constitution and appreciate it. Read your Bible and 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 know that Love that's it. the word of God. That's the old, you don't need the bride's Bible or the sportsman's Bible or the woman thou art loosed Bible. Well, I, maybe let me push back a little bit. Anything okay. to get people to read their Bible is a okay. good thing, I would say, right? Okay. And especially, you know, as a special sort of gift thing, you know, you've got a patriot in your family, or you've no, got a, no, a loose no. Woman in your family. I'll tell you why. Because there's something <laughs> foundationally <laughs> wrong with that. Okay, if you're a patriot. Then give them John Payne, give them John Payne's common sense, give them, you know, the, the greatest writings of Andrew Jackson or what, like pick your, I don't know who you're here or whatever, like give them the, the collected writings of Martin Luther King Jr. Whatever. If you're a patriot. Okay. But don't mix it with your Bible. Okay. If you're an eco, if you're big into ecology, then read your Audubon magazine and love it and give to the Greenpeace and all of that, but don't mix that with your Bible. Right. You see, I mean, see, now you made yeah. me all upset. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, um, that's it. Good uh, night. The, the week in review is next. What was everybody talking about? What hacked you off? What did you eat? What did you watch? Straight ahead. It's the Friday edition feature here on The Ride Home. It's First Christian Talk, Word FM. 101.5 WORD. You're listening now, so we know you're a fan of the radio station. I am a big fan. And we want you to know that we appreciate you. I am your number one fan. 
That's why we've developed the Word FM Fan Club. It's free to join, and once you do, you can take part in exclusive surveys and contests. Yeah, I love contests. Special offers. Great giveaways. Discounts. Freebies. I'd like to win one of these contests. Become a member today. Go to wordfm.com slash fan club and sign up. We're big fans. Good God November 4th. Drusky Entertainment proudly presents Crowder Live in Concert. The Milk and Honey Tour, 8 p.m. November 4th at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. Tickets on sale now at druskyentertainment.com. Crowder Live this November at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. A Drusky Entertainment event. Let me ask you, what does your perfect wedding day look like? I'll bet you've imagined it over and over again. The crisp spring air, the fresh grass giving way beneath you as you walk towards your future, surrounded by the people you love the most. So what's in the way of you believing it's possible for you to have it? Are you believing the lie that you were meant to be alone? Or maybe you don't know what a Christian romance should look like or where to find it. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman, and I invite you to join me in my free Married in 12 Months Challenge, where you will discover your heart's desire of a loving marriage. In this challenge, I'll teach you why now's your time to find love, what are the lies that are holding you back, why God wants you married, the biblical law of attraction, and the tools to become a bride. Don't wait any longer. Just sign up for my free Married in 12 Months 5-Day Challenge at lovestories.com and you can start your journey to find that lasting, loving relationship now. The Married in 12 Months Challenge begins June 10th. So don't wait and sign up today. Through the Bible's Dr. J. Vernon McGee has an invitation. Today, we invite you to study with us the Bible from Genesis Revelation. Listen to the program. Listen to it regularly. If you've accepted that invitation, Through the Bible would love to hear from you. It's letter month. Tell them how your Bible study with them has changed your life. Do you listen every day? Let us know at wordfm.com slash letter. Are you looking to grow your career with an MBA? Waynesburg University offers an affordable 100% online 30-credit MBA program, which can be completed in less than two years. To learn more, visit waynesburg.edu. Getting a flu shot helps us stay healthy, so we don't miss out on what matters. Like celebrating Grandma's 50th wedding anniversary with close family. Yeah, can't do that. Every year, millions of people in the U.S. get the flu, especially now. No one has time to miss out on moments that matter. So get your flu shot. Find out more at GetMyFluShot.org. Brought to you by the AMA, CDC, and the Ad Council. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? I'll tell you. People are talking about taking their masks off Mm -hmm. and going out and enjoying life. Let's go. Exactly. Whatever the government's saying, whatever Tom Wolf is saying, whatever, let's go. Get your shot. You feel good about it. Or if you didn't, whatever, let's just go and let's get on with life. Kath? That's it. Same thing. Same thing. Okay, we match. What was a conversation that made you think? On Monday's show, John, you weren't here. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to tell you this, but you missed a couple really good conversations. I had a hard time picking, but this one with Matthew Lee Anderson stuck out to me. He wrote a piece for CT, Christianity Today, called How We Got to the Equality Act. And if you're someone who's concerned about religious liberty in America, you know that the Equality Act um, is something to actually be concerned about. Sure. Um, but what Matthew did is he went back and traced um, 
the uh, the connections between the moral majority take on politics and the LGBTQ movement and really did a wonderful job of kind of showing a timeline for how this happened. And it gave me a lot of uh, it made me think a lot about different ways that I needed to repent of things that I'd said in the past and done in the past that maybe have gotten us, all of us in this country uh, to the point we are today. Hmm, That's very good. Uh, I've been thinking uh, overnight about Jerry Boyer because Jerry Boyer joined us to talk about being a a Christian voice at corporate shareholder meetings. Now this is a very contentious uh, area and uh, Jerry though super well-equipped to engage corporate America. They don't want to talk about Christian values. They don't. And Jerry wrote a piece. He wrote a book actually called The Christian's Handbook for Transforming Corporate America. He said it's a very small book, The Christian's Handbook for Transforming Corporate America. And he shows the ABCs of what it is to show up at these meetings. And of course, now you do it virtually. And if you've got a question, you've got a comment, they must engage you as a shareholder. So, I mean, if you've got a 401k, if you're holding stock somewhere, you know, you're part of corporate America. And if you don't like the way that your corporation or, you know, how your money is being spent or used or the advocacy for that, then you have a voice. And so as a Christian, it's really important that all of us speak up and be part of this because corporate America, as you well know, is off the rails with their own advocacy that is deeply, deeply engaged in a far left left perspective because far left advocacy is there inside corporate America. They're working it. So why should we not as believers have our voice heard as well? What did you eat? I had something that blew my mind a little. You know, when you have a different... Like you, you have like a, you taste a different palate or combination of foods than you ever have before. Oh, yeah. You know, so I know you love Thai food. Um, I also love Thai food. Um, but there's a Burmese restaurant that is right here uh, close to where I live in really? Westview. And Burmese food is just, it's, it's like a little, it's like a combination of Thai food. It's a little Indian too. There's a lot of curry in there. Anyway, it's really absolutely delicious. And last week I had something actually this week, it was last weekend that was kind of blew my mind. So samosas, have you had had those in Thai restaurants? They're these little like triangular dumplings that have sweet potatoes in them. No. Okay. Well, they're very good. Um, But this took it to a whole new level. That's the samosa toke salad. It's the deep fried samosa. Okay. That's the, these little triangular dumplings uh, that have sweet potatoes in them that are deep fried. But with this, they add to it shredded curry chicken, cabbage, onion, mint, and lime. Nice. People, it is coming. good stuff. No kidding. Samosa toke salad, Royal Myanmar in Westview. Burmese food. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, as you know, I've been traveling this past week. I was out west. And uh, I was in, I hate to say, I was in Montana, and I went to a place called um, the uh, Firehole, Firehole Barbecue. And it was owned and run by a guy who spent his years in the oil fields of Texas, a guy named Roger, who I tried that brisket, and I just, I, I mean, I could not believe it. And his ribs and his turkey, it just blew me out of the water at West Yellowstone. So, I mean, I'm not going to go back to uh, the Firehole Barbecue anytime soon, but man, I love brisket and it was the best barbecue I've ever had in my life. Scrumptiddly-ish. What did you watch? 
Well, you know how attached I get to uh, British dramas. Yeah. Uh, so I went back this week and I started rewatching Inspector Lewis, which is a classic in BBC. Um, was probably the last episodes were maybe in 2016. Um, so it's about it ended about five years ago. But it's it's just such a classic. I mean, it it's it takes place in Oxford. It's beautiful to look at. You know, the two main characters are quirky and a little annoying at times. You know, it's unbelievably dangerous. Uh, Oxford, apparently, because people die there with shocking regularity. Uh, anyway, if you if you like Endeavor and you have appreciated that or you like Inspector Morse, then you should, you know, see what's in the middle and you should watch Inspector Lewis. Very nice. Inspector. OK, so, you know, as I've been away, I'm going to continue with the same theme because I was away. What did I watch? Well, I watched Buffalo. I watched Hot Springs. I watched Moose. I watched Coyote. I watched Prairie Dogs. I watched Mount Rushmore. I watched People. I mean, I was away, and I was so happy to be away. I watched through the windshield and through the walking of the fields, the unfolding of the American West, and it was the best thing I've watched in a long, long, long time. So go travel if you're, if you're fortunate enough to be able to do so. What hacked you off? We talked about the 60 Minutes story about transgenderism and health. I thought they did a terrific job. And what's hacking me off is this incredible backlash from people that don't want to hear actual stories of people who had a transitional surgery and changed their mind and feel like they shouldn't. They should have had more feedback from medical professionals. They should have had adults step in. They shouldn't have been able to make that decision when they were 14 years old or 15 years old. I just feel like with a, a story as important as this, we need to hear both sides. Mm, that's good. Okay. Again, same theme. What hacked me off? Not much because I didn't have my I didn't have my phone. I didn't have my laptop. I was away from all media. So I mean that's just like a freedom release. Anything that hacked me off is because of my own sinfulness and my own foolishness and my own stupidity. So this week away, I wasn't hacked off that much. Only because of my own idiocy would I get hacked off. So again, I just shut this stuff off and you'll live more peacefully. What was the best news you heard this week? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I've been planning a renovation of my very old house for the last six months. And I just heard this week that we're going to be actually, you know, starting. It's, the demolition is going to start at the beginning of July. So we have a date and we're marching forward. A new kitchen coming your way. Yeah. So I'll be moving in with the halls. So I look forward to that. I'm bringing my <laughs> husband, our children and our cats. That's gonna, I think it'll work well. No, wait a second. I don't know if that was the good news or that hacked me off. I'm just saying. Well, you can decide. Okay. So I read, I read this really cute story. This is not like, you know, the best news, but I read this story about a school, an elementary school, Eisenhower Elementary, and it's in Idaho. Now, 20 years ago, a mallard flew into um, the sort of uh, courtyard of this school. Now, then the mallard gave birth to these little ducklings. Now, the problem was because it's in a courtyard, you couldn't exit the building. Someone realized this. They opened up a door for the ducklings and the mallard, and then there was a little parade that went through the school oh my out gosh. to a little pond. Stop it. Listen, every year for the last 20 years, this same event has been happening with the mallards and the ducklings. No every way. year, two no decades. Way. Stop it. Isn't that cute? I love it. Nice. And in closing, you two have anything meaningful for us? 
at the start of today's show. I talked about this just amazing story about Germany. Uh, the nation has reached an agreement with Namibia um, that will uh, officially recognize what Germany is calling a genocide that they perpetrated against that country back in 1904. I mean, this is a long time ago. Um, but in 1904, uh, they sent uh, German General Lothar von Trotha there um, to put down an uprising by the Herero people. And uh, his decision was to advise his troops to wipe out the entire tribe. And that was 65,000 Herero and at least 10,000 Nama that were killed. But this is what was so healing to me. It just was like good for my soul. This is what German Foreign Minister Heiko Maas said today. In light of Germany's historical and moral responsibility, we will ask Namibia and the descendants of the victims for forgiveness. I can't, there is something magical about the word forgiveness because it is so hard. It's so difficult, but it's the way of Jesus. It's the only way forward. Re- read more about that story. I mean, it, it, it'll just give you hope for the future. Fabulous. The heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. I waited a long time to travel to Yellowstone. And boy, I'm so glad I did. I mean, God's beauty is unparalleled. And whether it's your backyard or Yellowstone or wherever you go, I mean, beauty surrounds us. So it was really wonderful to take the opportunity to submit to that, to have it wash over me. And I came back with a renewed sense of self because I I just washed myself in the beauty of God's creation. That was a really good week. And that's John and Kathy's Week in Review. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. November 4th, Drosky Entertainment proudly presents Crowder Live in Concert. 
the Milk and Honey Tour, 8 p.m. November 4th at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. Tickets on sale now at druskyentertainment.com. Crowder, live this November at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. A Drusky Entertainment event. It's Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. For a limited time, save up to $500 on top-rated mattress brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base with your $6.99 mattress purchase. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in... If we get a puppy, I'll hundo pee always walking. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. All right. Um, I saw today that the... Um Allegheny County listed their summer concert series for the year. And the good oh, news I is, of course. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. I mean, they're having summer concerts, you know, f- for free, as they always are. All concerts are open to the public. It's 730 on these uh, dates listed. You can find the information about uh, all the concerts at AlleghenyCounty.us. But it's South Park and Hartwood Acres. Let me just run through a quick yeah, hi- hear some. A few highlights. Yeah. South Park, Pittsburgh Opera, June 4th. The Jaggers. June 18th. How old are the Jaggers? I have no idea. They got to be pushing 80. I would know that. I bet Um, they are. I bet you they are. Uh, July, uh, Albert Cummings. You know Albert Cummings? I don't think so. Bluesy guy. Uh, August, the Spinners and Spyro Gyra. Cupid, draw back your bow. Yeah. Uh, I love the Spinners. Yeah. How about Spyro Gyra? Uh, yeah, that wasn't my thing, but yeah, yeah, I mean, they were certainly like a force at the time. Okay. Hartwood Acres, uh, the Indigo Girls, June 27th. Okay. River City Brass Band on the 13th. Pittsburgh Symphony on the 4th of July. The Average White Band. Oh my gosh, no way. August 1st. The Jayhawks, August 8th. And the Spin Doctors, August 29th. I like the Spin Doctors. Yeah, me too. Yeah, right? I, like I guess he does. Okay, so that's like the long summer arc. Okay. What about this weekend? Things to do? Uh, it's kind of wet out there, but... And kind of cold. The Blue Angels take flight at the Westmoreland County Air Show, Saturday and Sunday. If that's you've ever fun. seen the Blue Angels, it's super cool. Yeah. So, um, you know, the the air show, th- there's always things to do. We've gone to the air shows several times throughout the years. I mean, you know, you can get on board big military planes. There's jets. There's little tiny planes. It's super cool. And uh, it runs all day Saturday and all Sunday. F-18s, uh, Super Hornets, F-22 Raptors, all that. Wow. Outdoor ballet at Flagstaff Hill in Oakland. Really? Outdoor ballet? ballet. Mm-hmm. Two shows, 2.30 and 7.30. Okay. 2.30 show on Sunday and uh, 7.15, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, 8.15 on Saturday night at okay. Flagstaff Hill. There's a gigantic mobile stage that the Pittsburgh Ballet has. Uh, Rock and Ribs is a festival. A Butler Ribbon Music Festival is happening. And uh, that, that looks always good. I'm going to wander around and get some free, you know, listen to some music and buy some ribs. Of course, there's live music also. Um, Phipps Conservatory is presenting something called The Trolls, The Hidden Life of Trolls. You know, the troll dolls? Of course. Right. So they've built the entire sort of flower show around the trolls. So there's a lot to do, not virtual, but actually in person. I love that. Going out and about and being with humanity for the first time in a long time. 
I love everything about it. Me now, too. do you like ribs? I love ribs. Do you? Oh, happy okay. to have ribs. Yeah. You don't like ribs? It's too much of a mess, you guys. Too much of a mess? You got, That's look, part of the appeal. No, I you're just. you like you're a caveman. I can't. Ah, no, I can't. It's ugh, in the chin and I the hands care. and the dripping to the arm. Pose me I off mean, that, when I'm done. Like, that just gives me the willies thinking what? about it. What are you kidding me? No, the willies? I just. I can't. Oh, more sauce, barbecue. Not I mean, on the meat and the aren't bone. You, you know that doesn't no. bother you to have like between your fingers. There's and... me. I revel in it, as know. most of humanity does. I don't know if You're that's too polite, Kath. Sometimes. Do you think I am polite? I think so. I you just... need to mix it up a little bit. I, I maybe I'm too locked in. I don't know. We are who we are. All right. Anyway, thanks for being with us. Happy Memorial Day. As we've said throughout the show, God bless those men and women who gave their Amen. lives for our freedom. Please take a moment uh, throughout this weekend and say thank you in whatever way you can. Have a great weekend. God willing, we'll see you Tuesday. Be well and say your prayers. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.